Hey, fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, along with my wonderful, amazing wife, Anya Myers. And in today's episode, you will hear us compare and contrast the difference between dating and courting. From friends to lovers. To kisses and cuddles. We are doing it. God's way. This This is Stronger Together, Closer to God. And we recently had this conversation about dating versus courting. And we actually was watching soaps, actually. We were watching <laughs> The Young and The Restless. If you know the two characters, it was so cute. Of the teenagers, you can tell they were interested in each other, but they don't know what to do next. And kind of that, it kind of prompted us to talk about dating versus courting. Kind of that awkward stage they were at. Yeah. And that's like the truth. And so we just started having this conversation. Is there a difference between dating and courting? Because we get that question a lot from marriage and potential married couples of what's the difference between dating and courting, or is there a difference? And they're not the same. They are two different things with two different purposes and visions, but they can work together if you allow the Holy Spirit to be the center of the focus. Right. So courtship is about getting to know each other and having developed a deep relationship before one gets married, where dating is more of a physical, no strings attached, no emotional intimacy type thing. And not to toss dating out the window because just like you and I, we started out dating and then we began courting. Right. And so there you truly want to be married with the right one. You don't just look for a date. What you're looking for is that potential mate that God has assigned for you for the purposes that he has destined for both of you. And for dating and courtship, we want to make sure that we have that process in check so that we know we are transitioning from a dating aspect to a courtship aspect. And our hope for you today is to seek a courtship of love rather than a dating type of love. But how does that look? Because the Bible doesn't specifically categorize itself and say, in this Bible, here is dating and this is what it looks like. But here is what courtship and this is what God wants you to do. So we're going to do a lot of inferencing through the word of God. And there are plenty of examples where God has shared some wisdom and advice for us to help us to know how to transition from a dateship to a courtship. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people say, what's the difference between dating and courting? You started talking about that, that dating has a sense of the feelings, the physical, the emotional, and the mental. right? Right. And then courtship is actually where we put God in the center of it. Not to say that we set aside the feelings and the emotions. They complement. They work aligned with the Holy Spirit. Right? right. And then what's the purpose of dating and courtship? What's the difference that you see? Well, the the difference? Yeah. The difference? Dating, just like I said, uh, dating is more of a no strings attached. You can date this person, date that person, whatever the case may be, courtship is more of a relationship, getting to know one another, heading towards marriage. Like I said, we started off dating, Mm -hmm. then we went into courtship. And I think for us, the Holy Spirit began to speak to both of us about where God was leading us and where we were going. I remember our first date, Mm -hmm. when we went out on a date, I, we had we had boundaries. We had standards. And <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking back of when at the end of our first date, it was like it was a little awkward because 
you wanted to kiss me. I I wanted I wanted a kiss from you, but I knew that it wasn't the right time. So I think did I hug you or did we do handshakes? What and I wanted do? to be respectful to my wife or at that time. At that time. <laughs> and so I didn't want to lead ahead with that. I wanted to be respectful towards her. So we ended up hugging. Yeah, we laugh about it now because yeah. it is so funny. It was <laughs> it was awkward then. Yes. <laughs> It was awkward, just like the Young and the Rest of this episode with the two teenagers. It was that awkward. Yes. But it was, but those are the moments you laugh about and you just, you know, smile about because it was so cute. It was so lovable. And you cherish it because you realize, like, now I look at him. Well, even then I looked at him and I was like, wow, you know, he really respected me. He wasn't just out. We weren't just out on a date to, because he wanted something from me. He respected me enough not to get, because he could have went in for the kiss. Mm-hmm. He was afraid he was going to get smacked. Yes. I wasn't going to do that, though. But well, Turn her head to the side. <laughs> Anything that would kind of be like, ah. Kind of like a turn off. Turn off. Yeah. yeah. So he, but he respected me enough not to. And I can't remember. Did we, I, did we hug? Did we, did we hug? I think we hugged. And but yeah, we look back at it now. It's, it's funny. But I also look back at it as a respect. You respected me enough to say no. I, you know, I, I, I understand her boundaries. I could tell by her body language. We're we're not going to kiss. We'll hug and end the date. And so, as you heard us kind of conversate about our first date and how that ended and everything, notice the things that happened. The purpose wasn't an individual need. Now, my individual need of kissing her, I could have went for it. You know, I could have solved the relationship from my eyes and my perspective. And that could have been some things that was physical and intimate. And that might have been in my mind frame at that time. But I also looked at it from the difference from a courtship, where it's from a God's eye and God's perspective. So there were standards and boundaries that I knew I wasn't going to cross because I wanted to meet God's need, not my need. And the whole goal was in courtship is that when it comes, God uses this individual, my wife, to complete the missing that's within me. But it's really God that is using this individual to complete the holes that's missing within me versus me trying to fill in the missing gap that I think it is. And reality is not. And what I mean by that is just basically I could have went for the kiss. I could have went for more than that. And I would have been feeling something, but it wouldn't have made me complete. Whereas God makes me complete. And that's why he's, he put those standards and boundaries for me. So when we kind of had those, that intimate moment that first night, I knew I want to respect her. I did not want to cross a boundary. And of course, feeling wise, I didn't want to be hurt. You know, if if I get denied, right? you didn't want to be rejected. You're right. Exactly. (laughs) And so like Hebrews 4, verse 12, from the easy to read version of the Bible, it says God's word is alive and working. It is sharper than the sharpest sword and cuts all the way into us. It cuts deep to the place where the soul and the spirit are joined. God's word cuts to the center of our joints and bones. It judges the thoughts and feelings in our hearts. So at the end of the day, I also realized, too, I wanted to respect her, but I also want to respect my heavenly father. And I did not want to do anything that will be displeasing to him. So that was another reason why I said I'm going to wait until, you know, it was appropriate and I had her permission to kiss her. So 
Yeah. And so that's where kind of what happens. You know, we're talking about courtship versus dating and that we're seeing that we're not going by societal norms. We're not going to test drive everything, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> and, and, and reality is that the type of love for a dating approach is Eros and Filio. Mm-hmm. Three types of love languages that can happen. Right. Eros is more physical and filio has that more intimate feeling kind of approach. Right. But we want to get to an agape type of love. Yeah. Yeah. And there are, it's a big difference because agape love is supported and aligned with God's focus and it complements through Eros and filio. So that's why I wanted to make sure of that. All right. And agape love is that unconditional love, no matter what. Yes, exactly. And if you heard my wife earlier, you know, she mentioned before that when we were dating and stuff, we had accountability partners, right? Yeah, absolutely. She had accountability partners. (laughs) I had accountability partners, too, who helped me to make sure that I wasn't overstepping my boundaries or or us overstepping ourselves. And that's very key and important because there is a difference between being around certain people and they have that, you know, certain mind frame. But if God is saying that I'm trying to prepare you to go into courtship approach, you know, you want to be surrounded with like minded, spiritual minded individuals who can guide you and lead you there. And so, like it says in Proverbs six, verse six, um, it says to go to the ant, O slugger, consider her ways and be wise. We need to learn from those who have walked this similar path of right. transitioning from dating to courtship. Right. Yeah. And so that's the whole goal because the other side of that is it, it talks about in Proverbs 5, verses 3 to 5. You know, I could have been in, interacting and being involved with different women, and I could have been led into a situation where I'm listening, as it says in verse 3. For the lips of the forbidden woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path of shell. And so I could have been with somebody in that approach. Loves could have been in that approach with a man. So don't think because it says woman, it's just a woman. No, right. men can have can talk real good game right. and drip honey and be smooth, you know, but it, it could lead into a different direction too. So we want to make sure that we're aligned with God's purpose. And that's why when we were dating, it got to a point where God placed on my heart, Hey, where's to ask you, where's this leading? You know, where mm-hmm. are we going? And I remember <laughs> I'm going to be very transparent. I remember asking you that and you were like, you were okay with being friends. And I was kind of taken back by that because I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know, we were going to church. We were really, we were, we were heading towards courtship. I would mm-hmm. say. And I was like, I couldn't understand, you know, why he was like, ah, oh, you know, I felt rejected. He just wanted to be friends, but I had to, to go to God on that. And, Sometimes I would get angry with him and we would go back and forth. But then I realized that, you know, he began to explain to me that the reasons why the Lord was saying for us to be friends in that season, because he was still trying to do a work in him and the Lord was still doing a work in me too. So I believe, you know, the the dating aspect, like we said, it's okay to date. 
because God is working out some things before you step into that courtship. And that, and one of the people might ask is that, what that is that I just wasn't ready, you know, and until I prayed to God and, and God kind of informed me of that, you're not ready yet. I'm still doing some work in you. And then later on, when I felt that we were in that courtship and I was ready to propose to you, I went back to God, you know, because notice the difference. I'm not going to my friends and asking their input and this and that. And and that's not to say I can't, but I'm not just taking their judgment. I went back to the heavenly father so that I can get the wisdom from my heavenly father and the people he connected me with to know that you were the one. Right. And, and it wasn't, and now I was ready. Right. And in your readiness, it wasn't like, you were out dating other women or anything like that. It had to do with, you know, we don't realize that marriage, I think a lot of times when we step into it, we don't realize marriage is serious business. Like our mentors always say, marriage is for adults, for grown people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. nothing to be played with. And yeah. I, I believe that the reason why the Lord was telling you that is because, you know, you wanted to be an excellent provider which you are. You wanted to be that that husband that God had ordained for our marriage. And like I said, he was still preparing you and grooming you. Not only you, but me too. So I just thank God for that. It it may have felt like rejection at that time, but I'm glad we waited and went in God's timing instead of our own time. Yeah, because again, I could have been smooth like honey and I could have said, something different and be like oh yeah we're ready and stuff and it it could have ended a different way Absolutely. yeah so um as we recap you know talking about this you know obviously for our listeners out here how do you move from dating to courtship and as you heard in our conversation one of the things major thing was to pray to god helping guide you towards your potential mate and in the midst of that, God's going to teach you about parameters, her parameters versus your parameters mm-hmm. and how to make that boundary so that you are being respectful and loving towards each other and not going outside of the realm of that. And also our Heavenly Father is going to help and guide you to continue to do his work right. while building upon yourself, you know, because God is doing miraculous works through each and every one of us. So we want to honor that as well. And it's funny that you talk about the works because that's exactly how we met we met at our local church and it was a connection but we still did we we were friends Mm -hmm. we we worked you know in the ministry together and things like that so yeah absolutely just continue to be on the the path that the lord has you on to bring your mate into your life you know instead of going out here seeking and searching for and that leads to the second part is to make sure to center God in your relationship. He will guide you mm-hmm. and how to screen and filter out for the one. Right. Keyword, he will guide you. Right. <laughs> how to screen and filter out. Can you say that one more time? One. He will guide you how to screen <laughs> and filter out for the one. Amen. <laughs> no, notice that. Not the friends, not the family, but he might lead you to certain individuals. He right. might lead you to a book that will kind of give you wisdom and guidance on how to do that but your continual seekness in him and continually being in the word of god is going to help you to know the difference there are great examples in the bible of men in there 
who were truly wonderful in their calling and purpose. And they will show you how what to look for in a potential husband or a potential wife. And then connect with your local church, whether that's local, whether it's a virtual church or a spiritually based organization that can assist you in premarital counseling. We cannot stress that enough. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's what we did is that we seek guidance and wisdom through premarital counseling who have walked along the path that we have and learned from their mistakes so it won't happen to us. Or at least if it does, we know how to handle the situation. And uh, the last thing, like Love said earlier, is that accountability. Make sure you are surrounded with accountability partners. Right. Can we go back to the premarital counseling part? I refuse to, because for those of you all that don't know, Loves is actually my second husband, my phenomenal second husband. But I just refuse to get married or say I do unless we have premarital counseling. Remember, I kept stressing. I was like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope. And you were in agreement with it, though. You, yeah. were, you were definitely in agreement. Because I went through, pre- actually, I went through the singles version of premarital counseling at that time. But they offered it at my church. So they kind of set the groundwork and foundation of what you expect when you're getting in the process of difference between dating and courtship. So I knew that as well. So again, you know, as you heard from today, you know, there is a difference between dating and courting but they can complement each other. You want to, we typically start in dating, but the whole goal and the vision for your relationship when you're with someone is to lead into a courtship. And you can move from that from by praying to God, let him help and guide you towards your potential mate. You center God in your relationship because he will help you to screen and filter like wheat, you know, and to find the one. And then connect with your local or virtual church, spiritually based organizations so that they can assist you in when you have someone that you feel really committed to, to go through premarital counseling so that you will be prepared. Thank you for joining us on Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. Please continue to join us weekly as we share godly wisdom and advice to you. If you have any prayer requests or would like to sign up for a free 30 minute consultation with us, drop us a line at s2c2gpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to partner with us by clicking on the partners tab on the website. The more you give, the more we can spread the word and help us to reach our vision of bringing one million married couples stronger together, closer to God. Feel free to check us out on our website at s2c2gministry.com. Until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.